the time that we speak to Dennis Stewart. Uh, nice brief, Health Naturally today. And Dennis, today you've got a great topic for us, something that is really pertinent for the moment. Look, I have, Jane, and I've given a lot of thought to it. I want to talk about a herb that we've dealt with before, but to look at it in the context of uh, what's happening today with the COVID virus and how this herb is particularly appropriate for the elderly population as far as reinforcing their health profile and giving them, if you like, an additional benefit from complementary medicine to reinforce the good work that the medical profession and the vaccination program has done for the elderly population. I I was uh, not fascinated, but interested to see the way in which the medical profession and our government uh, spoke into action and ensured that the elderly population uh, was given, if you like, first preference for the vaccination program. And the reason for this is that as we get older, and I'm I'm in that camp, as as we get older... It is, fair, it is fair to say that we become more fragile. And when we become more fragile, that means our immune responses, our resistance mechanisms, they similarly become, if you like, a little bit tired. I'll use that general language, a little bit fragile. And uh, this is one of the reasons, of course, why the uh, vaccination program was targeted towards the elderly population to give them, if you like, first preference to some resistance to the virus. But in traditional medicine, and when we talk about traditional medicine, Jane, we're talking about those systems of medicine that predominate in other cultures, particularly in Asia and particularly in countries like Japan and Korea and China. And in traditional cultures, there's always been a role for herbal medicine, particularly in reinforcing the person's health and giving them, if you like, an improved level of vitality and resistance to some of the great challenges that assault the ageing population. And ginseng necessarily fits into that category. So ginseng and, uh, is the one yeah, that's yeah. going to help us through? It is the one. It is, and look, I know we've dealt with this before, but I have given a lot of thought um, to uh, the role of complementary medicine in this time of crisis and how it might be able to help people uh, in an additional way, not as an alternative way, far from it, but as an additional way of giving them that resistance, that capacity to fight uh, not only this infection, but all infections, and particularly with with reference to the elderly population. And uh, uh, just before I came on air, I'm I'm in my room here in Atlanta, and I've got out two books, one called Traditional Herbal Medicine, written by two um, ladies, in fact, one of whom was associated with the University of Newcastle, and the other one, of course, written by the, the wonderful Dr. Rudolf Weiss. And both references, both texts, uh, emphasise the role of ginseng, Panax ginseng, we call it Korean ginseng, Chinese ginseng, Panax ginseng is it's, its proper name. They both emphasise the role of that unique herb, and I use their terminology as an anti-aging remedy. Ooh, um, we like well, the sound I of that. <laughs> I certainly do. But I don't retreat from that because a lot of our cynics would say, oh, yeah, you know, another one of these great panaceas. What we fail to realise is that statement is made after observing the use of that herb 
in cultures much, much older than Western civilization and the way in which that herb is revered in Asian cultures, particularly for that purpose of reinforcing uh, resistance uh, to infection, uh, resistance to the ageing process. It is genuinely an anti-ageing remedy. I take it daily, and so does my dear wife, and I've encouraged elderly people, not only elderly people, but people generally, but in particular elderly people, to see it as a useful supplement uh, to take to help, if you like, fight the good fight. It's getting old and and experiencing that fragility. So I think it's a very, very important herb, Jane. And uh, if elderly people are listening to this, um, it's something that uh, should be considered. Run it past your GP. Uh, it's a herb. I see it as a medicinal food. And if you enter the computer, so to speak, Google up and see the incredible amount of documentation associated with with this remarkable remedy. So I thought we'd mention Panax ginseng, Korean ginseng, and I, I, I will mention it very quickly because uh, time's just about gone in my little session this morning, but I will remember, Jane, um, and I've been given this example on this program over the years of meeting a Chinese gentleman at the end of a, of a, of a day's lecturing, sitting down to, uh, to have dinner with him in Perth, and uh, we had a few drinks, um, probably myself more than what he had, but uh, he was an elderly gentleman uh, with perfect skin, a, a full head of black hair, uh, who the following day on the Sunday morning was to fly to Malaysia to be the personal guest of Dr. Bahatia. And we got talking, and I said to him, I said, look, I said, uh, how old are you? And he said, oh, you guess, you guess. I looked at the gentleman, I thought, he'd he probably in his early to mid-70s. No, he was 86 years of age. And I said to him quite startlingly, uh, what's the secret? And I know I've said this before, but I repeated in my lectures that on programs to emphasise the role of ginseng, he said, I scour the world to collect the best ginseng. And he could. He told me that uh, virtually annually, and because of his wealth, he would retreat to China, you get a, a team of uh, what you might call gatherers or foragers and go to some of the remote parts of China where Panax ginseng still grew naturally and he'd get enough to bring it back and that would see him through the year. That he put down to his profound health, Panax ginseng. Oh, that's a fantastic story, Dennis. It is. Thank it you is. for sharing it us is. and it does have uh, lots of good things that we can follow too. It does indeed, Jane. So it does indeed. Lovely to talk to you again, and we'll speak Thank to you, you again Jane. next Friday, Dennis. We certainly will. It's lovely. Thank you, Jane. Dennis Stewart and to NURFM.